here we go. Hello. Uh, welcome. Or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I'm your host. My name is Chloe. Yes, I still exist. No, I did not disappear, although I did kind of want to, and we'll get into all that. I haven't uploaded since May. I'm recording this the day I'm going to put this up. Today is July 8th, and it's been a few months. As opposed to me uploading weekly, I literally just kind of disappeared for a few months. Now, I didn't, like, disappear in the sense of, like, nobody heard from me. Uh, I mean, kind of. Uh, We'll get into that. But, like, I still, you know, I still went to work. I was still on social media, like, promoting my work stuff. Um, But, like, I did not make any content. Now, there's, there's layers to this. There's different reasons I have for my time off. Um, some of it was, uh, I kind of knew that I was going to take a few weeks off. Like when that first week passed where I didn't upload in May, I was like, okay, like I'll probably just do like one more week where I don't, like I just wasn't feeling it. And it just week by at week after week, they just started to add up. And every single week Friday came and I was just like, I don't have an episode I'm not going to put one up. Like, I thought about recording literally every week. Uh, like, just, I was just always thinking about it. I always thought about recording and, you know, putting an episode out. And then I would talk myself out of recording it, let alone uploading one. Um, I, if you're new here, hi, my name's Chloe. Um, I'm a fitness instructor. I'm a trainer. Uh, I am an assistant manager at a gym uh, for the group fitness department and that job is it's been like a few months like around when I stopped uploading is around when I started this new job and part of the reason I stopped uploading is because I was adjusting to this new job you know I got busier my schedule got kind of chaotic as I was transitioning from teaching all these classes and coaching swim team and then having this new role with like you know admin work and then I was trying to like get classes covered because like I can't teach as much like while doing the admin work so it was just there was a lot of crazy schedule changes and a lot of days where I would be working all day like early morning to late in the evening and like there was so many weeks where I didn't have a day off at all and for anyone that's not good but especially with my job like I just want to put it in perspective I am teaching fitness classes they are high energy the music is loud I spend a lot of time preparing my playlists preparing the workouts planning things out running through things thinking through things and I am not just talking to people, but I am performing. I am on a stage. I am being watched by everybody. And I am, and I love my job. Don't get me, I'm not trying to sound like I'm complaining. I'm just trying to paint the picture. Like it is, it takes a lot of energy to teach a good class. And I strive to teach a great class every single time that I teach. So when you're teaching multiple classes a day and you're talking to people 
and you know you're you're at work even if you're not teaching you still kind of have to be on you know because like you're at work and it just really started to catch up to me especially since I didn't have days off and I and I have days off now and we were planning on having days off but again it just takes time to transition when you have like a full teaching schedule and it's classes from different locations of this gym of this big chain and like it it it, long story short it just it just was a lot and I just podcasting kind of got put on the back burner and I expected that but I wasn't expecting it to be for this long of a of a period of time um so for some people like yes this is exhausting but also like it's kind of like energizes them now for me I am an introvert and some people at work are kind of like shocked to hear that because I can turn on that extroverted side of me I know how to kind of step into that role uh if you will for you know being a group fitness instructor and for being a good trainer and for being you know an assistant manager like I know how to turn on that side of me like I know how to talk to people and it's authentic but it's also very draining for me and I can only do so much of it for so much of the time so after a while it started to all catch up to me and I would put everything into work because that's who I am and when I'm going to do something I'm going to put all my energy into it but then I wouldn't have any energy for anything else so I would get home and I would just I wouldn't even be sad I wouldn't like feel I wouldn't feel anything I was just kind of numb like I was just so drained and so exhausted and I just started to slowly but surely stop doing all the things that make me me and that make me be able to function and doing all the things where I take care of myself so I look back now because I got fell into a very deep depressive rut and I look back now and like there were some definitely some signs that like my therapist and I were talking about like there are some signs that I probably should have caught on to a little bit earlier just things that I do every day that I wasn't doing anymore that should have been a sign like okay things are starting to get bad again um so some of the things that I noticed that I stopped doing I just well so I'm someone who like I love like I've always I've always loved like cooking for myself and like I I'm a vegetarian I've been vegan on and off my whole life like I've been a vegetarian my whole life I've been vegan on and off but I just I'm I'm kind of particular about my food some of it is a control thing that I need to work on and like let go of but I love eating like whole foods from the earth like at the end of the day that's what I like to eat that's what I feel best that that's when I feel best you know when I'm eating that one of the things that I noticed that I that like I never do is I just started to I just got a lot lazier with my food like I'm someone who like I've always been good about like meal prepping and like making stuff for myself I just stopped doing that I stopped buying the foods that I do like to eat definitely bought more processed stuff I didn't really I didn't really have an appetite though that's the thing like I didn't have a desire to make good food because I just didn't even I I didn't care what it tasted like like I didn't even have an appetite I didn't want to eat but I'm teaching all these classes I knew I had to eat so I would just kind of eat whatever 
was easiest and that kind of also made me not feel as good physically and then it was the spiral where it was like I got kind of mad at myself I felt like I was like letting myself go in that way and like then it would just make it worse and you know it just it's just this cycle but in addition to that like I just I don't like I just stopped like uh, caring like I'm someone who's super like clean and tidy like my OCD really kicks in when it comes to my space and keeping it clean and orderly I stopped I just stopped being I just stopped acting like myself I wasn't like for me to walk into my room and it be a mess and me just not even give a shit and even if I do give a shit I don't have enough energy to clean it like that says a lot for me for some people this that might sound so silly but like for me that says a lot I just got too comfortable being like comfortable I guess like I just would pour my heart out at work I'd come home and I would just be so exhausted I wouldn't have the energy or time to like do anything like I stopped reading my books I stopped doing my daily journals my daily affirmations I stopped believing those affirmations I stopped just I stopped like stretching on my own like which and like doing like rolling you know like foam rolling and I need to do that with my job like the amount of exercise and stress I'm putting my body under like I have to do that and I just stopped doing it like all these little things just that I look back on I'll just kind of add it up and you know once you get yourself into a hole and you're already tired and you you get frustrated with yourself and and it just kind of makes it worse um and that's where I found myself and in addition to all this I just stopped reaching out and talking to like anyone I don't I'm not I'm someone that has a small circle to begin with but like I haven't I haven't really talked to any of my friends in a while and it makes me really sad because what I I got really I'm really trying to forgive myself but I was so upset with myself because when I'm hurting I tend to isolate and I don't I hate asking for help I hate admitting when I need something or that I'm not doing okay and so what that does is I just tend to isolate myself and I tend to not really reach out and respond to people and I got upset and frustrated because I was hurting and when I'm hurting I felt like I all I did was hurt other people because I knew that I was probably very confusing to some people I mean I I'd make plans with some people and then I just didn't respond I just didn't say anything and that's not cool and at the end of the day I know deep down that in my heart that if they were really my friends all I would have to say is hey I'm not I'm really not having a good day can we please reschedule and they'd they'd understand but i just couldn't even like bring myself to do that so after some time of kind of isolating myself i started to just feel so lonely and it was that point where i was like i can't even reach out to anyone at this point because i've already like why would they like i can't ignore people for a few weeks and then when i need something reach out like i kind of I really, I think a lot. I think a lot. Um, and a few, when was this? This was at the end of May. 
I was having a really, really, really tough day. I remember it was a Wednesday. I think it was the last Wednesday in May. I, long story short, had a really frustrating experience with a doctor's office and like getting the meds that I needed. And I was in the waiting room for like two hours, like just, 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 I don't even feel like explaining that whole story, but like just the most frustrating experience, the healthcare system is so fucked up. I can't even like that needs to be a whole episode, but anyway, long story short, I had a really rough day and externally it was also very frustrating like internally I was already having a bad day but then everything else going on just like was not helping I'm sitting in this waiting room just like everything's just festering like it's all just building and I'm like sitting there like silently crying in the waiting room like just waiting for my prescription to be ready like it was one of those situations where like I couldn't even like hold it in anymore and I wasn't numb anymore like I was really starting to feel it because that's the thing is I had been so numb for the past few weeks and I definitely started to slip into some old habits that I had been free of uh, for lack of a better term that I had been not doing for a few years now and I kind of got mad at myself. Do you guys hear my dog? She's dreaming. <laughs> That's so funny. You guys you guys have no idea. She's twitching right now. She's probably going to make a few more noises, so I'm sorry in advance. Um, where was I? So, I just started to fall back into these old patterns that, like, really just at the end of the day made things worse. But in the moment, I just didn't know what else to do. Um... In addition, the therapy... So I'm in therapy. I go every week, every Friday. And the type of therapy I'm doing is called EMDR. It's eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. So basically, EMDR... I probably should have looked it up to give a more like technical description. But basically, you're bringing up past traumas and distressing situations where and like memories where you might have not like processed what happened like you might have not really processed the emotions and I'm someone who dissociates a lot and I am working on that and I have dissociated a lot in the past and I've suppressed a lot of my emotions in the past I've invalidated myself a lot in the past um I was gaslit a lot growing up, so I just am, like, really trying to work on learning to trust myself because I don't always, and I haven't for a very long time. So the type of therapy I'm doing, you're, I'm reprocessing a lot of trauma, so I have to bring up and re-experience and re-immerse myself in traumatic situations, in distressing and heavy, heavy emotions. And EMDR is a therapy, it's something where, like, things are going to get worse before they get better. And I knew that going into it, but, like, it's one thing to hear that, and it's another thing to experience it. And let's just say I've been bringing up some stuff that has, like, really, really been really hard for me. Um, Wow, I don't think I've ever cried on a podcast, but I am tearing up a little bit. I've just, I've really been... 
I've just really been remembering stuff that I forgot. Or I didn't even know I, you know, like I, I just, I'm, or I didn't, not only forgot, but maybe I didn't realize that it was bad in the, in the moment. Like there's a lot of stuff that has happened to me where I didn't realize it wasn't okay until now. And it's hard because you're, you're processing stuff that's really hard to begin with, but you're also trying to not get mad at yourself for allowing such shitty treatment towards you, if that makes sense. Like, I look back at some situations and I'm like, why did I let that slide? Like, why did I think I deserved that, you know? And so I've just been kind of like, I've been sad for my past self. I've been really sad. I feel like I've been mourning my inner child because she did not get to have a full childhood. Like she really had to grow up really fast. And I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like I haven't really given her the time and space to let, to let out whatever she needs to let out until recently and so it's just one of those things like your emotions are something that like you just you have to feel it and it's really uncomfortable and it's really scary and it's not something you can just do by yourself and I'm really figuring that out like I I don't know I I just you, you can't do it by yourself even when you want to but I got to this point where my brain, like, my head stuff got so dark up there. I got just very low, very dark, very low. And I hadn't gotten to this point in a long time. I do have episodes about my depression, about the time I went to the hospital and was in inpatient care for a week when I was 15. Like, I was just about to turn 16. And... So, like, I've been to some really low, low points before, and I just haven't... I've been to low points uh, since the hospital. Like, don't get me wrong, I've been to some really low points. But I haven't been that low in a really, really long time. So when it started happening again, especially right after I get this new job, like, I am... I am... Like, my in the sense of my work and my career, I am, like, beyond happy and excited and like like I just I I love my job like I really feel like I sometimes I'm sitting here I'm like how is this how is this real like I look back from a year ago if you told me a year ago I'd be where I am right now I wouldn't believe you like I I'm really proud of myself and I'm really excited for the newer role that I've taken on and just like the the I, I'm just I'm really excited I'm really excited and I'm really happy and so I was kind of frustrated that I wasn't acting that way like that I was happy with my job but I was also so depressed and numb that at the same time I didn't even care to like enjoy the happiness if that makes sense and so I kind of got scared of myself because my brain was getting so dark and I was like I haven't been this low in a long time like 
what's happening like I've done so much work on myself I'm in such a better place like I'm safe I live with my best friend I work at a place that I love I do something I love why am I so low why am I so numb why why can't I stop crying why can't I stop thinking about some really dark stuff and it scared the shit out of me and it made me want to isolate even more because I am someone that does not like again I don't like to ask for help I don't like to worry people because I'm a worrier I worry 24 7 whether I need to or not so I hate telling people that I'm not doing okay because I don't want them to worry about me so I didn't really express to my therapist how low I was she knew I wasn't doing good it was obvious but like I I was I just I covered a lot up and that's not the point you know and she knows now like I I a few weeks later I was like all right this is really what's been going on but back to this day when I was you know really not doing well really having a frustrating day I finally got the prescription I needed and I got in my car and I started to like break down a little bit and I was like no 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 I need to pull myself together so I can drive home and like walk my dogs like I need I I have to go to work again like I don't have time to be sad right now so then I got mad that I was crying and I got frustrated with myself and I got upset with myself and then I got upset at the fact that this world isn't so understanding like I couldn't call into work and be like I'm having a full-on breakdown right now and they probably would be like okay you still need to like I I don't want to say I'm not trying to you know what I mean like you can't just it's not as accepting like it's not as okay for people to just be like hey I'm having a breakdown like you could call and be like hey I'm throwing up but if you say hey I, I am crying uncontrollably they'd be like okay like well get it together like you know like you have a responsibility and it's like I don't know so anyway I'm I'm like Chloe like come on you gotta pull yourself together and I was I got to this red light and I was crying and I just I was just spiraling and I was kind of freaking out like I was like what's happening like why am I so like I was just breaking down you know and I was freaked out and I was at a red light and I was trying to take some big deep breaths so I could not like break down while I was driving because I was like I need to get home crying when you're driving is s- scary you can't see anything so I was like okay come on like stay together and I remember I was at this red light and I was going straight and the lane that was to my right was in a like right turn only lane and the light was red and I hear someone start honking so my ass is sitting there like oh like I hate people like why is someone honking like the light is red like what's going on like who the fuck is honking it's no one can go anywhere so I start looking around and I look to my right and there's a woman in her car next to me in the right turn only lane and she's honking at me and she's like both our windows are up so she like is mouthing at me like are you okay and (laughs) That made me start crying even more. And I was just, I just kind of held up a thumbs up. I was like, yeah, thanks. I just, just kind of like nodded. And then she rolled her window down and like motioned for me to roll mine down. And I was like, okay. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, 
yeah I'll, I'll be okay and shoot and I was like thanks and she was like no you're not like you're lying <laughs> I was like yeah <laughs> a little bit she was like you can't be driving right now like she's like come over here like I want to I want to talk to you like pull over up here and at first I was like oh that seems kind of sus but then I also was so low I was at that point where I was like you know what if she kidnaps me like she tries to do something I don't even give a fuck at this point like and I mean it was midday it was bright out there was kids getting dropped off by the school bus like a block away like I don't know I was like we were in a neighborhood where there's kids walking around I was like you know I trust it and like she looks like a mom and I don't know I just I just I had a good feeling about her so I trusted it and I pulled over I got out of my car and she walks up to me and she just gives me a big hug and I started crying and we stood there hugging each other for a minute and then you know I tried to take some deep breaths and she was like what's wrong baby like what happened like someone do something to you I was like no just myself like I'm just not having a good day not having a good last few weeks it's just a lot going on she was like yeah like and she was just kind of listening asked a few more questions and you know she was like I was crying myself like 20 minutes ago like as well uh like my son has autism and it's really debilitating and you know, his school isn't really doing a good job at helping him, and so I'm trying to find a place that would help him and be good for him, and it's just, you know, a lot, and I was just listening to her talk about it, and, you know, we just kind of had this moment where we just kind of shared a little bit about each other, and she, uh, what did she say? She, well, then she started asking, like, what I did for work and stuff, it's like, oh, like, I'm a fitness instructor, like, I'm a trainer, and she's like, oh, that's why you look like that, and I was like, uh, thanks, and I don't know, like, we just kind of stood there, and she was like, you know, I got home, like, 20 minutes ago, but I forgot something, and I had to turn around, and she was like, I don't, I don't even know you, I don't know your name, and this isn't even me speaking to you. This is God speaking through me. But, like, he put me next to you at that light. Like, I had to see you and you had to see me. And, like, he's speaking to me. He's speaking through me right now, wanting to tell you that everything's going to be okay. And everything's going to work out and you're going to be okay. And it was just such a beautiful moment. And it made me cry a lot more. But it also made me... I feel like I needed that. Like, I was really getting angry at the world. I was really getting upset with people and humanity. And I don't know. Like, that just, that meant everything to me. That meant everything to me. And she has no idea that, honestly, like, in a way, like, she definitely saved me. Because that day, my head was, like probably the darkest it's been in a very long time and just because I know that I can spiral fast and hard I don't know like the 15 minutes that it would have extra like that I would have gone by of me still sitting there like festering just driving home like I have no idea what would have happened when I got home so I just I think about her a lot and 
I didn't even get her name. She she didn't get my name. Um, but she asked how old I was, and you know, I told her, and I think she said she was like in her forties, almost fifty. But yeah, it was just really beautiful, and she gave me a few more hugs, and we talked a little bit, and. She was like, I live right over there. Like, come by whenever. I was like, oh my gosh. She's like, do you need my number or something? Like, she seemed so concerned. And like, it was, I needed that in that moment. I needed, like, she felt like very motherly, very nurturing. And I feel like in that moment, I needed that. Because I'm not really close with my mother. But there's definitely those days because I'm a human being when I am sitting there and I'm sad and I'm like you know I just wish I like could call my mom and I just like I needed I needed that like she she really was placed there like there I I don't my god like is I, I call it the universe and I just fully like resonated with that and you know I truly believe that you know the universe or God whoever did put us next to each other at that light and I'm really glad that you know I saw her and that we were able to have that interaction and yeah that was just that was crazy it was it was beautiful um but I had to go to work later that day. My eyes were beyond puffy. I walked in looking wild. But that's okay, because I had a good class. And it was one of those days where after the class, I was like, wow, like, this is why I do what I do. But then the second I got back in my car, I start to spiral again. And I got home and again this is still in May um I got home and I just like it all started to come and hit me at once because I was crying earlier that day but like I knew I had to go to work later so I wasn't full-on letting it out and it it started to come out and I started to scare myself because I was crying uncontrollably and that hasn't happened in a very long time so I called my dad and I never call, you know, like I've said, I don't like asking for help. I, I never do this. I called my dad. I couldn't even talk. I was just scream crying, honestly. And he answered and he's like, hello, like, talk to me, like, breathe, talk to me. And I just, I couldn't, I could not, I was, I was having a breakdown. So he came over and he sat with me, came in and pulled me off the ground and just sat on my bed with me and. I calmed down eventually, it took me a really long time, but I talked for a bit, and I don't know, we had a pretty open conversation, and honestly, I, he and I were about, were talking about maybe that I needed to go back to the hospital. Now, that scared the shit out of me because it made me feel out of control. 
and I've been in that situation before I've been to the hospital before and like I just don't think it helped me I think it made me I think it saved me from myself yes but honestly like that terrifies me like the thought of having to go back in there again no way um, honestly, I look back, I probably should have gone. I don't think I was safe, um, but talking to him and just kind of really opening up about where my head has been and him telling me, you know, his thoughts and stuff, like, it just really kind of, something in my head was like, all right, I'm still really sad. I'm still really numb. I'm still really hurt. I still don't really want to be here, but I'm going to keep, I'm going to, I'm going to stay here because, because even if I can't do it for myself right now, one day I'm going to be able to do it for myself. And in the meantime, I'm going to do it for other people that are counting on me to be here. And I don't know. So... I went to work the next day. I looked so... Everybody told me I looked exhausted that day. And it was just one of those situations where I was like, you guys... Like, you have no idea what someone is going through. Like, I full-on was about to go to the hospital because I wanted to end it all. Because I wanted to hurt myself. And 12 hours later, I'm walking into the gym. I'm smiling. I'm peppy. I'm, te I'm about to teach a class. I teach three great classes. And no one had no idea. They just thought I looked tired. And that's how I played it off. And it's kind of a blessing and a curse that I can do that. Uh, like, I'm really good at kind of masking when it like if I have you know what I mean like if I need to go to work and I'm emotional I'm able to shut it off but it's also kind of dangerous because we're not meant to shut off our emotions we're not meant to suppress stuff we're supposed to let it flow through us now fast forward today it's July like I've said um my schedule has died down a little bit more I have two whole days off now and I'm not my schedule isn't as chaotic um, I'm still not doing all the all the things that I that make me perform to the best of my ability like I'm not my bullet journal I haven't been doing that consistently again I'm just starting to do my podcast again I'm just starting to you know, take care of myself better. I'm starting to eat better. I'm starting to stretch more. And it's going to take some time to get back to where I was, but I don't think that should be the goal, you know? Like, I don't think anyone should ever try to go back to where they were. I'm going to go where the new place is going to take me, you know? I'm going to see where I go from here. Um... But, so it's been 
a heavy past few months, to say the least. Um, I'm just kind of starting to reach out to people again. Um, so, if you haven't heard from me in a while, just know it's not personal. And, I don't know, it breaks my heart when I do this to people. Because it hurts. Like, you, it hurts for someone to just ghost you. But, I also know that this is going to really show me who my people are. My true people. Okay, so, I'm not really sure where this is cut off because my phone just randomly stopped recording. Um, and I think I was talking for a few minutes, so I'm just going to say what I think was just missed. But, basically... Brett, my friend, was telling me about how, like, you know, when you go dark on us and, like, when you go quiet and, like, when you kind of disappear and you kind of ghost us, like, the people that know you and the people that are really there for you, they are going to know that something is wrong and that something is up and that you're not okay. Like, they're gonna it was basically him saying like the people that know you and are there for you they're gonna hear you when you go silent you know and that was just I don't know like I was like that's so true you know because he was saying he's like you know I can tell you're not doing okay like you're not yourself and I don't know it, it really is the people that know you that notice half the time they notice before you notice that you're not doing okay that you're not being yourself and it just kind of validated me you know made me feel like okay like I'm not just this isn't all just in my head because I do that a lot I get in my head a lot but yeah I mean I I feel like this past year so much has happened And I think some of it is just starting to catch up to me. Like, I feel like part of me has died. The person I was a year ago is so different from the person I am today. Like, in October, my sanctuary, the place that I kind of grew up at, the place that saved me when I was in high school, that studio had to close in October. And that broke me. And I was so upset. I mean, my best friends I found there, like my people I found there, and I went from seeing them a few times a week to not seeing them at all, and that hurt my heart so much, and it scared me, and December, I move out of the town that I, or November, I start a new job at this new gym in this new county, December, I move out of my dad's apartment I move in with my best friend I move into a different county I move away from the town I grew up in and I my entire life did a 180 like everything changed like two huge life events happened within like a month and me diving right into this new job kind of like in this new life like I don't know. I feel like I didn't have the time to, like, emotionally process everything that had happened. And so I feel like once I started to get into this rhythm of my new job, I started to kind of look back at, like, how my life was before. And I just... It started to hit me. 
And I feel like I'm in this place right now where I'm kind of realizing, like, I can be whoever I want to be. And I'm doing that. But part of that is figuring out who you are. Because who I thought I was a year ago, like, I am not that person. And I don't know where I want to, like, I don't know who I want to be. Like, I do, in some ways, there's some things that are, like, just... Like, there are some parts of us that are just, like, they're always going to be that way. You know, like, that's just what makes you, you. But there's also, the beauty of that is, like, there's also these so many parts that, like, you can totally change. Like, you don't have to be the same person. And so, me kind of getting stripped down in the sense of, like, moving away from what I know and working in a new place and working with new people and living in a new environment and living this new lifestyle and not really having many friends like good friends I literally only I live with my best friend but I don't really see her like she's she's working a lot our hours are always like opposite like she'll work in the evening when I'm like asleep and I'm like working in the morning when she's asleep and you know we both have our lives and besides her I don't live near anybody that I'm friends with I have like one I have like two friends and again I want a small circle I don't need a lot of people I'd rather have a few a small circle but it's kind of lonely as shit when I'm sitting here on like you know a Friday night and I'm like I feel like I need to be doing something and like sometimes I do want to do something I want to go hang out with people but like I don't know anybody in the area and work is good because I am starting to make friends there but like you know that's like there's it takes time to make work friends like outside of work friends you know and not every work friend is meant to be an outside of work friend like so I don't know it's also hard because I'm 20 years old And I work with, everybody I work with is older than me. Everyone that usually takes my class is older than me. Like, most of the people I interact with on a day-to-day basis are older than me. All my friends are older than me. So, when I'm trying to make friends, like new friends, it's hard because they hear my age. Like, people that I feel like I relate to more and that I resonate with more are all older than me. But then when they hear how old I am, they're kind of like, oh, like, I don't know about all that. And it's like, I get that. Like, I totally get that. But at the same time, it's like, I don't relate to anybody that's my age. So I feel like I'm kind of, I don't know, I feel kind of stuck. And my dad is like, you know, you got to hang out with people your age. And it's like, no, I don't. (laughs) A lot of them are like, I don't know, like, I just... All, everybody that I get along with is like 25 plus and I don't know it's just it's hard because I don't want to feel like I have to like prove myself because that's not that's not that's not fun for anybody and that's not how it should be at all and I don't have to prove myself but you know what I mean like sometimes I think about like hanging out in groups and like I've definitely, like, just the past few years, like, whenever I hang out with a new group of people, it's, like, everyone's older than me, and I always feel weird, and that's how it is at work. It's, like, I walk in, and I I almost feel like I have to work extra hard just to kind of 
prove that I am meant to be there. And I'm letting that go at work a lot because I like when I got this new role, I was like, I deserve to be here. Like, I deserve to, you know, have this role and I deserve to, you know, be here just like everyone else does. But it's definitely hard sometimes, um, you know, being on the younger side. Um, I mean, I get asked at work every day, like, how old I am. <laughs> like, how old do you like how old are you <laughs> like one day oh my god sorry I just totally dropped something one day I'm gonna ask someone right back and be like how old are you <laughs> and then I'm gonna get a message from the general manager like Chloe did you just <laughs> no 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 I'm kidding I'm kidding but for real like some people be asking questions with no filter like you're not supposed to walk up to a woman and be like how old are you <laughs> like that's it's rude as shit but I gotta be honest, it is fun when I'm like, how old do you think I am? I like hearing what people think. Because I know I look young, but I know I act older. So it's like kind of a mind game. Like every, you can tell people think about it. They're like, hmm, I don't know. Usually people guess older, like 23, 24, 25. I'm like, sure, yeah, that works. But anyway, so... I am going to start making more of an effort to upload back to my weekly schedule because I do love this podcast and I do love, you know, talking about stuff that I want to talk about. Like, I have so much stuff I want to just tell you guys. I have a lot of stories that have happened in the past few months that I've been meaning to tell you guys for a while. And so I'll save those for another episode because this one is getting kind of long. But um, I want to thank you guys for still being here if you're still tuned in. Um, I really appreciate you, and this is going to be really hard for me to upload. Um, this is probably the most vulnerable I've been in an episode, and, like, don't get me wrong, I've expressed some stuff from my past, like, some- I've been very open about past stuff, but this is still pretty present. Like, I am still in this depressive episode, and it's getting better like it's not as I'm not as low as I was like it's I'm starting to get out of it but this is still pretty present and that's really hard for me to you know talk about when something is present I'm someone that likes to analyze my emotions after the fact when I'm like fine but that's not how life works and if this can help someone if this can allow someone to feel valid and feel like they can express themselves and feel what they need to feel then if it just helps one person then I'm happy you know that's that's why I do this so thank you guys for holding space for me to open up and I hope someone got something out of this uh you guys can follow my Instagram if you want. It's chloe.vetter, C-H-L-O-E dot V as in Victor, E-T-T-E-R. You can message me any comments, any questions, any topic ideas. I want to hear it. And let me know what you thought of this episode. And thank you again. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Make sure you follow the podcast, subscribe, rate it five stars. It means a lot. And I will see you guys next Friday for another episode. Oh, I miss saying that. All right. Peace out, you guys.